Welcome back to the Chris Durham Show. You are getting your second dosage of the show today. Uh, I'm, I actually uploaded two episodes today because uh, one was a draft that I had saved uh, a good while back, as in two or three days ago, and I forgot to post it. So you get two episodes in one. Congratulations. Props to you. Pat on the back like they did in school. What's up? So mentioning school, on today's episode... I'm going over some schoolyard bullshit, stuff we used to do, some, another nostalgic type episode, but uh, also going to compare it to modern day era. So like Squid Games is the best example of taking something from the past and bringing it to the modern era, and they have like a major crazy twist to it, but it's still around that category. So a big thing that we played in school was 7-Up. Uh, it's at the end of the day, like, let's say it's Friday, school gets out at three o'clock, it's 2.15, we need to waste some time, nobody wants to do schoolwork, nobody wants to sit there and listen to the teacher talk about shit, we want to fucking go home, but they have to keep us there till three, based on state requirements, I understand teachers, I understand, so, with that, we play 7-Up, and that's, if you don't know what 7-Up is, <laughs> you missed out, but 7-Up, and everybody's going to go, yep, 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 Chris is right. 7-Up's uh, when everybody puts their heads on the table. And you're supposed to, like, fold your arms and put your head in your arms so you can't fucking see. Um, and then you take your hand and you stick it on the table and you put your thumb up. All right? And there's, like, there, let's say there's five kids in front of the class. And they they, can, they have their eyes open, they can see. And everybody else head down on the table. And they're supposed to walk around and just fucking push down somebody's thumb. And then, once they're done, they go back to the front of the class. All the kids put their heads up. And they go, okay. And the teacher goes, okay, who got their thumbs pushed down? I'm going I'm to go ahead and assume there's seven people because that's why they call it seven up. We just probably never played it that way. Actually, we might have played it that way. I just don't remember if there happened to be seven kids up front. Anyways, the kids that got their thumbs pushed down are supposed to go, it was me. I put my thumb pushed down. And the teacher goes, oh, well, who do you think pushed your thumb down? And you guess. Or you, um, you, you say the answer because you cheated. And what I mean by cheat, you can have your head down, right? But you can also have your eyes open without nobody being able to see. And you can look down at people's feet. And you can look at shoes that they're wearing. Because in middle school, elementary school, it's it sucked wearing the same pair of shoes as other people. Now, I know the trends have changed. And it's like everybody gets those ugly-ass shoes. Girls especially... Well, girls that I know, only girls that I know of, but they get these shoes that have this like big ass glitter star on the side of it, and they're like $200 shoes. They're ugly as fuck. They probably cost 25 cents to make, but people want to fucking buy them. They're ugly, ladies. They're fucking ugly. Why do you want that? It's so stylish. It's just like them Fila shoes that are got thick bottoms. They're ugly as fuck. Just because some rich bitch on TikTok wears them and gets this trend started doesn't mean it's cool. It's like that bitch that, um, um, uh, God, uh, what's it called? The, the, the uncut jobs, that bitch, that bitch is starting like this. She took a pair of jeans, cut off the top of it, just enough to wear it to fit around her nipples to put on her like body. And she's like, this is my new top to my jeans. As I tries to make that a style. Fuck you. Okay. You're just trying to be a trendsetter. You're already famous. Fuck you. You don't need to be even more famous than what you are. Anyways, back to the game, but you can cheat. You can cheat and everybody usually cheated. And if you, if you legitimately have never cheated at that game, 
One, you are probably a piece of crap who is addicted to telling people off on Facebook, um, especially correcting them about political things. I think last year and the year before was your year because everybody posted shit that they're some, quote unquote passionate about. And like I did, too. I posted shit all the time and I'm not afraid to say that I did. I regret posting most of that stuff because honestly, in a world with where my friends and I remember I live in North Carolina, most of my friends and family are very right wing people. They pull to the right. They voted that way. That's fine. It's their opinion. I may not personally agree with it, but whatever. But anything I posted they were triggered by it and had to fucking comment something negative toward me every single time or negative toward the post at least that's wrong but what if but what but you're fucking stupid you're unpatriotic whatever that happened it's gone now it's over with thank god thank god it's not up of like this this upcoming election in two years i'm probably going to try to keep my mouth shut because it's just stupid. It's a waste of time. It doesn't change anything. It really doesn't change anything. Unless there's a certain big bill that can pass that, like, uh, legalizing marijuana. Uh, that's a big change that, that would affect the entire country. You know, uh, fucking universal health care. That would change everybody. But nothing like that has happened, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, that was your time. You, if, you're, if you're fucking, if you didn't cheat at 7-Up... You are the corrector person online. So, sorry, I just, I got off hand again. So, you would go and you would say, uh, it was that person that pushed my thumb down. And if you are right, you win. I don't know what you won. I forgot what you win. I don't know if you get to go to the front and become the 7-Up person or whatever, the picker or not. I forgot. But you win. Um, and it's just a great waste of time. And if you did it and you said... Uh, it was it was Jessica. She's the one that puts my foot down, thumb down. She's like, no, was it Jessica? Was it you? No, it wasn't me. No, Jessica didn't put your thumb down. You lose. You're a loser. That's what happened. That's what happened. And then you just sit there at, like a fucking loser because you you didn't guess correctly. Or if you thought it was the girl that had a crush on you, nope, it was the really ugly one that secretly liked you. Okay, that's what really happened. That's what happened. Anyway, so 7-Up seven 7-Up was a big game changer in school because literally looking back, it was the best waste of time ever for teachers because we fucking love playing it. I don't know why we love playing it so much, but we love playing it and it wasted a lot of time. Tax, tax dollars working to its advantage. Like that's, that's what my parents paid for. That's what the world paid for. And I loved it. Thank you, taxpayers, for paying for 45 minutes of my teacher's time to teach me how to play 7-Up. I loved it. It's a team building exercise. Okay? You say otherwise, fuck you. That's a good game. Okay? Then we go to Red Rover. Red Rover was the most deadly awesome game you can play. So you got everybody interlocking arms or hands. And you go, Red Rover, stand whatever right over. And so the, there's, two, there's two groups of people locking, holding hands or locking arms. And there's in like these two chains and they're facing each other. And that one person that gets caught has to run across the gap and break through or get caught in the chains or hand hand holding lines. If you caught them, you add that person to your line, to your big chain. 
to form a mega chain. Once you get everybody your side of the chain, that that team wins. The only thing is, though, like it doesn't matter because you're on that team when you win, so everybody wins. It, it just it's just weird. It's another great waste of time. But when you run up full force, the big kids never got picked because they're gonna bust through every fucking time. I played a bunch of times. I've been chosen one time in elementary school. Now, for fun, in high school, we did it. It was just funny. But I was a bigger kid, so I just I just busted through. Like, no one's... And you pick. You pick which fucking gap you run through. So, you look at the weak-ass kid and, and like, two little girls. You're like, I'm going to fucking bust through that shit and win. If you bust through, you get to take someone back with you. So, it's like... They'll never pick the big kids because the big kids will always bust through and they're going to lose. You know? So it's... It got pretty intense, though, because some people, when they got caught, you could break an arm. You could fucking give somebody whiplash. That shit's deadly, dude. And, like, nobody talks about that really anymore. Like, they go, they all, everybody jokes like, yeah, that, that kind of hurt. No, dude, that could fuck up some kids, but I want my kids to play it because I played it and I turned out fine. See, that's the thing, like, the shit that I did as kids, uh, when I was a kid, and I look and see if my Patrick would do something like that, I would shit a brick. But it's like, he needs to explore and do shit like that, because if he doesn't, he's he's not going to have the childhood that I had. Like, I had a good childhood. We didn't have that much money, but we did a lot of stupid shit to pass the time. Now, in high school, you know, I experimented with pot, you know, I stole some shit where I worked at, I you know, made bad choices. I, I, I did think I did wrong to girls. Like I, I, I was an asshole, and I didn't know that I was an asshole. But I was an asshole. And it took it took me till I found my wife. Currently, to, to like she would go over things with me, about how she acted in school, and I would go how I acted. She's like, you were kind of an asshole then, if that's how you acted. It's like, y- you know what? Yeah, I was. But like that was normal then. Like. And I, I found myself as one of the more popular kids in the band room and thought everything was cool. But I was a, I was a fucking dick, apparently. That's probably why a lot of people that I was friends with in school, I don't really stay in touch with them anymore. One, I don't, I don't like to hang out and stuff all the time. Like, I'd much rather go home and do fucking nothing or just hang out with my wife and kid than go out and hang out with people. Because hanging out with people involves going, physically going out. Usually spending money, even if it's just on gas, doing something, then being home by a certain time, and you're exhausted, dude. If I can just, I can just stay home and be exhausted. Stay home, play with my kid till he goes to bed, play Xbox or hang out with my wife, watch TV, and go to bed. It's all I do, and I love it. It's fucking great. Why would I want to go? I'm gonna go to Jeremy's house, and uh, we're gonna jam out. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking bored. I'm married. I have a kid. Why the fuck would I want to hang out with you? <laughs> there was uh, an ex-brother-in-law of mine. So if he listens to the show, first off, you're a dick. But anyways, he would always like, yo, man, when are we going to hang out? Like, fuck you. I don't like you. One. But two, like, I don't, I don't hang out. With, I tell him this. I don't hang out with anybody, man. So I don't know. You'll probably just see me when my wife wants to see her sister. Like, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. It's nothing against you. It's just, I don't want to fucking hang out. We have nothing in common. 
And every time I try to talk to you about shit, you try to tell me about yourself and shit that applies to your job. And I don't care because you are, uh, you do a certain thing that I don't have the utmost respect for because I know personally that you abuse it. So fuck you. So it was, uh, it was a really weird friendship, I guess you can say, because the, the guy did nice things, but he also did a lot of shady things and I never understood it, but he was always wanting to hang out with me. I don't fucking hang out, dude. Fuck off. I don't hang out. I don't hang out. I don't want to hang out. Quit asking me to hang out. Fuck you. All right, back to um, <laughs> back to nostalgic shit. Red Rover sucked. Red Rover sucked to play. Um, and I honestly should have said, this is just me going over early childhood games we used to play and that I'm going to spin off in a different direction multiple times to take you on a wild journey of how my mind works. So another game that we played, um, when I was in elementary school, yo-yos were big. And the Dollar Tree had these wrestling yo-yos, mostly NWO Wolfpack yo-yos. They were great quality, though. Like, that when you when you flung it down, it spun a bunch. It had uh, the bearing in the middle to where it would just stay spinning when you put it down. It, and, like, a, a Duncan Butterfly yo-yo or whatever... They're shaped cool, but they fuck your knuckles up. If you try to go fast, that shit hurts. And most of the time, they don't want to spin right. So you can't necessarily walk the dog and do tricks. You had to buy one of those special ones that would, when you flung it down, it would stay down and spin for a while. And sometimes, you know, even when you try to get it to come back up, it wouldn't ever come back up because they were, they're cheaply made. They're from the Dollar Tree, but they're dope. It had fucking Kevin Nash and Scott Hall with a fucking big-ass wolf behind it. That's a badass yo-yo. Too sweet. But uh, we would just try to do tricks. We would stand against the wall and just do tricks and shit. Which was funny is uh, a couple weeks ago, I took Patrick to my old elementary school when it was closed and everything. Uh, after like after hours, like in the afternoon where everybody's gone. And I just let him play on the playground back there. Which it's, it's nothing like what it was when I was there. Like nothing there was there when I was there except the baseball field but I was like dude it's like a there's a sidewalk beside the building and then like a hill and then the playground's below the hill and I went top of the hill stood on the sidewalk like dude when I was a kid I stood on this exact same sidewalk and played yo-yos like there's there's that part of the wall that I stood on and flung my yo-yo against like it was so cool and that was you know almost 20 years ago or a little over 20 years shit I'm old it was a little over 20 years ago, and it was fucking dope to, like, just see that and think of that. And so, yo-yos, yo-yos was a very big deal to me in elementary school. Middle school, not. Nah. Middle school was all about looking at Taylor Randall's thong popping out of her jeans. Shout out, Taylor Randall. I have no idea where you are. We're not friends on Facebook. I was never friends with you in school, but I had a huge crush on you in 6th and 7th grade. I thought you were very, very pretty, and you always wore a very pretty th- pink thong because you were ahead of your time as a sixth grader. So, shout out Taylor Randall. <laughs> so, sixth grade, I I hit puberty hard, and I was obsessed with girls. Obsessed. All right, my son's here. Gotta go. Thanks for listening. Have a good uh, until next time.